2: And now
4: live from Milburger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milburger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. the answer broadcast live from Milburger's Landscaping and Nursery 1604 and Boulevardy Road where it's an absolutely gorgeous day. Uh, and there's a little breeze in should the Should it uh, be uh, higher? Can you hear, Jerry? Yeah. Uh, cool. <laughs> yeah, you should you should be able to are you not pick, how's that? Is that any better?
1: Yeah, better. Okay. Little, uh, is there, can we get it a little even
4: more volume? Yeah, no? I can give you as much volume as you want. A little bit more, please. That's all I can give you. <laughs> I'm at, at the top end on that one. Let's see. Maybe it's a... Uh, oh, it? whatever that... You oh, did I did there. Fix it? Okay. <laughs> all right. Good.
1: Is it a connection?
4: Yeah, it might be a connection. All right. Anyway, 210-308. <laughs> it's, uh,
1: it's gone now.
4: What, it's gone?
1: Yeah, uh, it's just that... Wiggle thing. it. <laughs>
4: i love right. this yeah loud. all you got to do is hold it there <laughs> yeah, now. no the whole show i love this live radio right. yeah <laughs> all right 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 toll free it's 866-308-8867 again a beautiful day here at mill thanks to everybody that came out yesterday and helped uh, not only shopped but helped uh, support the uh, lions club and their uh, vision screenings and their eyeglass donations. I don't know how many we got. We'll have to uh, ask the, uh, the employees here. Is it cutting out again? Mm. No, is it okay? You're fiddling
3: no, with your
1: uh, thing. It's, yeah, it's, No. No. <laughs> You're okay. No, I'm not Okay. Uh. <laughs> uh.
4: Let's see. We talk now. Yeah, that yeah, just uh, okay. no hold your on that. Method. I can't do that all the time. Okay, <laughs> I have another solution in a second. Okay, but before we go there, now that's good. That's good. Okay, <laughs> I still want to present my case. So, Uh-oh. these are littering. You can see if you look at your radio. You can see this. Oh yeah. These are littering our neighborhood. They are crepe myrtles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you think it's crepe myrtle? Okay. It looks like it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think it's birch? There's, another, there's a big birch tree too
1: no but bir- the crepe
4: myrtle looks like this it's it's on the inside of it it's all orangish yeah. brown so mm-hmm. uh, bir- birch
1: has a tendency to get wider
4: birch are huge I think this was a birch that and so I'll take a picture of it for you yeah, this thing is is taller than a two-story home this birch you don't see birch
1: with a thi- yeah. thin diameter once once it, they get any size they get a big Mm. Oh,
0: okay. Wide diameter. We so don't. We don't
4: think that birch does well here. Oh, well, maybe it's not a birch. I'll have to well take I a picture. I don't think it's a birch. This thing it does. It's this it's thing does really well. There are a few around. This the thing is probably as tall as that uh, Montezuma cypress, if not taller.
3: Wow. A birch?
4: Yeah. So you don't think it's a birch? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, a strange. tall birch. Yeah. Okay, I'll take a picture. <laughs> Close up. That's what somebody in the neighborhood told me. All right, 210-308-8867. Y'all talk. I'm going to try to fix Calvin.
1: <laughs> no, I'm it's perfect now.
4: It's uh, <laughs> don't, cha- don't fix him. I nothing. could change any time.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, as I was walking in, I saw that we still have a lot of the Bougainvillea. Yeah. Juanita Hatton. Yeah. You know where
4: that name Juanita came from? I'm guessing it was the woman, yeah. Miss Miss Hatton's first name.
0: <laughs> well, the person who is Juanita Hatton that the ha- named her wanted a boy, and they were going to name it Juan.
4: You're making this up.
0: So the <laughs> how could I make that
4: up, Milton? Uh, I don't uh, very know very easily. Yes, <laughs> poor Juanita. Be respectful to Juanita.
0: I think she's long gone.
4: Oh. well, how did it get named after her? Is that is well, was she a horticulturist maybe, or yeah, was she a? I
1: don't know.
0: Was it somebody's maybe, maybe
4: grandmother? Her oh yeah, uh,
1: you rarely would be. <laughs> I was. I think it would be rarely be a horticulturist. Yeah, oh,
4: like Greg names as Greg's Mist. Yeah. Greg's blah blah blah. Greg's yeah. this. Maybe Greg Juanita that. was dying, and uh, uh.
0: like Greg, they named the planet.
4: Greg's dying. <laughs>
0: No, he uh, named all his plants uh, after dead or dying people.
4: That was nice of him. So they lived on through the plant. Yeah, yep, that's very cool. All you right, you know, like
0: like Henry Dewburgh Salvia, right, and Linz Lowry. so <laughs> L- Linz L- L- Legacy, and the, uh, and the uh, his wife was uh, uh, Henry Dewburgh's wife, buried right by him. Well, that's is good. Is named. Uh, I forget her name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you remember but her name, call us <laughs> Anyway, he named the white one after, after her. That. Oh, that's sweet, because that was growing on her grave. Oh, okay. Well, well Henry I hate to change the
1: subject, but, uh, you know, we're in, uh, we talked about yesterday that we were in good shape in terms of uh, butterfly nectar plants. And right. We've, we've got the. Uh, uh, tuberosa, which is a butterfly weed, which is a native, and then we've got tropical uh, milkweed, which is uh, not a native but a really uh, an attractive plant, an easy plant to use in our landscape. Um, then we've got mist flower, and we've got uh, we've got that red dwarf uh, porterweed. Yep. But th- and then Mary, Mary says we got a few of the purple. Wow, purple. Uh, uh, dwarf. <laughs> uh, Have you ever tried that too. one? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a nice, a nice plant too. Yeah. yeah. The, the reds are all blooming now. Yeah. Somebody, uh, somebody also said we had. Oh, it was Trace yesterday. Said we had a, the apricots. I forgot to check yeah. the. Yeah. Yeah. Said you know,
3: it had a few. I don't know. The don't
1: apricot know. is uh, strange. It does not. It's like this, with this red dwarf is kind of blooms constantly. Mm-hmm. The apricot sits there and stares at you for yeah. a while, well, and then suddenly, in at least my experience uh, last fall or the fall before, then it goes it gets really lots of blooms and uh, spectacular for a short period of time. Did you have an apricot? I did. Wow. Yeah, yeah I think uh, you know, when we first started bringing those porter weeds in, mm-hmm. uh, there was a a lot of them were available, a lot of different colors. Yeah, and so. <laughs> So a lot of a uh, lot of uh, gardeners got access to them. Of course, we haven't s- seen all those colors since then.
0: Yeah. So we br- we brought those in in honor of Paul
1: Cobb.
4: Okay. Him trying to sell. A porterweed. <laughs> porterweed. Yeah. So once again, Paul gets the last laugh. Well, his
1: favorite, I think, was a uh, a purple that was full size, and then the dwarf red. He liked okay. the dwarf red. Hey,
4: thing. there's a hummingbird. I don't know if you can yeah, see it. It went yeah, behind the tree. Yeah. Can you see it? Yeah, he well, behind he him, yeah. he's behind the tree for Calvin. He's going to hug the tree. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And I want to report, we still, we're still we still looking for bougainvillea reports. What were we trying to see how the bougainvilleas are faring up after the storm? Yeah, if they were oh, that's coming right.
0: back. The ones in the ground, we think, are coming back.
4: Okay, so we want we want to hear some stories on that. I want to hear, depends, I guess where you're from, I think they're the same animal, um, lightning bug stories or firefly stories.
0: Yeah, we've, we've played this game before, but uh, we found out that uh, they're on the east side of San Antonio. No, they're
4: in, throughout my neighborhood. Oh. And I, I, we, we live right in the center of town, so... You sure it's not mosquitoes? Unless mosquitoes are lighting up now. They that's do. A, they good. have
0: a hybrid mosquito. Now do they then. now? We'll have to ask Warren <laughs> about that. crossed with the
4: firefly. Is that right? <laughs> mm-hmm. They need to stop doing that experiment. I know. So if you are in town and seeing more fireflies than you had before, call us at 210-308-8867, it's which is really cool. And I walk the dog at night. Yeah. There, they, there they are.
0: <laughs> it could be that... Uh, uh, of course, they're thick in uh, Tennessee and uh, southeast uh, Texas. Yeah. In the north. Yeah, in the north too. Iowa and Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Our, our kids, when they were younger, would go out and catch them, c- uh, catch the fireflies, and then put them in a jar and put them on their beds and let them shine all night,
4: I guess. I wonder if there's a difference between lightning bugs and fireflies. No, uh, well, there's a, there's same a thing number of species. Oh, is there? Because yeah. this one just lights up for a second.
1: But there, yeah. um, yeah. just yeah. a. But, but okay. I'll bet they. I mean, they, uh, depends on where you are, or what they call them. Yeah, fireflies are. Oh, okay, bows. and they've
0: got that
3: spotlight.
0: Oh. uh Firefly.
1: What is? what is he been? Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I don't know.
0: I don't know What he got into before he
4: came over that here? <laughs> maybe it was some of the, the lightning. <laughs> yeah, maybe he had a little. Little uh, white lightning bug. <laughs> yeah. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I think it's the rain. I think all the dampness. Yeah, is it is. It were, that helps a lot.
0: All right, two one zero three zero eight
4: eighty eight sixty seven. We want to
0: remind everybody that uh, there's a lot of good stuff on sale,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and this is a. Uh, Tax free or for certain items? Well, yeah, for well, plants.
4: Yeah, just I think it was no chemicals. In no
0: environmental.
1: Yeah, products.
0: But it, it's a what, what? What do we call it? A nursery tax? No, it's just a.
4: It was just tax free weekend for uh, water conservation and stuff.
0: Oh, okay.
3: Okay.
4: Um, uh, but yeah, so it wouldn't be if you bought. Although I'm sure Jerry would argue about it, but. If you bought, like, some sort of chemical, if you bought weed-free zone, that's that's still taxed. But if you bought uh, begonias, well, I did, they were not taxed. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but I if, I but if you're I at the I counter when Jerry buys that, be prepared <laughs> for an argument.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I uh, looked at, you know, a lot of people are
4: buying the beautiful Vitek we had. There. Oh, man. And they're gorgeous all around town.
0: And they're gorgeous all around town. Yes, sir. And, uh,
4: they, I looked up the,
0: you know, I couldn't remember the names of that uh, when we put them on the on the Texas Superstar list, uh, which we did in uh, the summer of 2005. And uh, it's uh, it's called Texas. We named it Texas by Vil- Lilac Vite. Because people use it as a lilac uh, substitute, but yeah. it, doesn't, uh, it doesn't have the fragrance of that label lilac does. But this one grows, this Vitex grows while lilacs die in this area. Uh, but anyway, uh, records indicate uh, that Vitex has been cultivated in the U.S. since 1670. Goodness. Yeah. And uh, the older selections of Vitex, which we are looking at over there.
4: Yeah, the big tall one. That's about as tall as a one-story yeah. house or more.
0: Had uh, small fri- flowers, which were pale lilac, may, mauve, all white, and light pink. Okay. And, uh, but... The uh, We have some improved varieties which were called, which are called, uh, well, which were called Montrose Purple. Mm-hmm. I think that's Greg's, the one he helped out of
4: Louisiana. Named uh, after Cynthia Montrose. Yeah. Lecomp. Uh, Lecomp. Okay.
0: The Sol- Shoal
4: Creek. Okay.
0: Which have spikes as Named long as... Named after
4: Becky Shoal Creek.
0: Yeah. <laughs> as <laughs> Can long I stop As long as 8 to... <laughs> eight <laughs> to <laughs> eight I wish <laughs> you wouldn't encourage no. <laughs> Okay. 8 to 12 inches. All of those were marketed under the name of Texas Lilac Vitex. Okay. Because we couldn't... <laughs> you know, some nurseries are calling them by one name, so we narrowed that down to... Uh,
2: Highlight.
4: We yeah. saw two leaves here to uh, yesterday yeah. that were beautiful.
1: Yeah, we tried to get Jerry to look at it. Yeah, them. he wouldn't do it. He, just, <laughs> he refused to.
4: But again, that one in our neighborhood, which is hey, got that deep purple, is really pretty. Yeah, uh, I like that one.
1: I like the shape of those uh, new ones too. They're kind
4: of bushier, or
1: yeah, it yeah. It's like a rounded. Yeah, well, I've got I've got one of those uh, seventeen sixteen <laughs> uh, varieties. And course, uh, you know it's got dead branches and horizontal branches and everything out there but uh, those uh, new ones that purple is uh, yeah so pretty. compact They're and pretty attractive and then of course you can out, you can out tell the color is more intense oh yeah and then those uh, spikes. stock spikes yeah. are uh, much larger and uh, pyramidal uh, yeah compared to the old ones. And so, so if you, if <laughs> you the other thing is that uh, uh, it has the the general plant the gen, the uh, genus has been identified as being invasive. Uh, 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 it appears that this one is not invasive. No, in this selection. Yeah, right. So, if you want to give it a try. Uh, yeah. Uh, of
0: course, a lot of people want to make sure that their plants are medicinal in it for use. All right, and uh, <laughs> it's mentioned in the works of Hippocrates and <laughs> uh and the uh, the Hippocrates, Hippocrates. Recommend suggests using the leaves in wine for hemorrhages and for pa- for the passing of afterbirth. Hmm,
1: that sounds desirable.
0: <laughs>
3: Is
0: this a sales <laughs> pitch?
4: Yeah, one? I don't know. When, which which plant are we talking <laughs> about here? Are we still in the Vitex? Yeah, huh?
0: You and know and that, and that you that you've heard it called the Chase tree, right? Why would it be called the Chase tree? Don't know. Because uh, the it's derived from the belief that the plant would suppress libido in women. Huh? Don't be planting any of that around my house. <laughs> I don't want no suppression there. <laughs> <laughs> but the the Catholic Church developed a variation on this theme by planting, placing, the blossoms of the plant at the clothing of novice monks to supposedly suppress their li- uh, li- uh, libo, uh, libido. Libido, yes. So uh, just now all of this information is <laughs> on plantanswers.com, just like I told you, okay. with a lot of great pictures, some of which were taken by Forrest Appleton.
4: Oh, good.
1: And uh Forest is gonna love that, or all those libido.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pictures. F-
0: forest knows better.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. We <laughs> mainly we
0: mainly took them down at the uh, quarry, uh, at the entrance to the quarry. Uh, oh, really? Area down there, in, uh, in. I guess that's in Alamo Heights, isn't it? Close to. Yeah, close to. But uh, they're spectacular when they bloom, like they are this year. Yeah, they and really. And it also talks about
4: cutting them back every year. So, do you think that the rain and the cold help them? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and then the uh, yeah, the other thing we haven't mentioned. Uh, we're talking about you know, how attractive they are and a nice shape and everything, but they uh, they're also a favorite uh, nectar source for oh, is humming that right? hummingbirds and uh, uh, less f- less f- for well. I was going to say less for butterflies, but just not as obvious. Uh, and bees, they like the bees. Is that really right? like it too. All
4: right, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. We want some bougainvillea reports after the freeze, firefly reports, and uh, we'll see if we can get them on the line. They may be busy, but hopefully we'll talk to Kyle over there at Wild Birds Unlimited right after this by 9:30 a.m. This is the answer. This job
0: and I ain't working here no more.
4: Welcome back to Milberger's Garden, uh, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. the answer. Johnny Br- Johnny Paycheck's birthday tomorrow. He did, is not he? I don't know. Absolutely. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you ask if you knew? Is that better or no?
0: Okay. I wanted to confirm it.
4: Okay. Well, let me try to fix that. I didn't try to fix it, y'all. Uh, well, the, before we do that, we'll talk about uh, the folks over there at uh, Wild Birds Unlimited. Kyle's not in today. I guess he's taking the long weekend, which is cool. Uh, But there are plenty of people that can help you over at Wild Birds Unlimited and Northwest Military and Hebner Road. Uh, These are the guys that uh, understand all the ways, all the tricks and hacks to bring nature to your yard, all the things that you need to do. They're problem solvers. So if you're having an issue, they'll help you solve it. They'll take care of it, and they'll they'll make sure that you uh, uh, have everything that you need from feeds to houses uh, and including things like yard art, fountains, uh, gosh, everything you need at Wild Birds Unlimited. And the right stuff that you need at that Hebner and Northwest Military location, you'll find, again, people that will help you. And if they don't help you uh, because they're busy helping someone else, the customers uh, oh, yeah. will help you because they, they love it. There's a nice rapport over there that you'll enjoy uh, being a part of. Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military and Hebner Road, 210 Four seven nine B I R D two one zero four seven nine bird. Any anybody that What's likes that? birds uh, will be helpful. Will be
0: good to know. We sit over at Wild. Yeah, old wild Bird. And remember, those martins are leaving their houses pretty soon, aren't they, Calvin?
1: Well, not till uh, July. Okay, July. Middle, Better middle of July. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and so remember what you want to do. As soon as those Martins leave, is uh, take put bring the houses down, and get all those nasty Martin nests out of
1: there. Can so you do? You, can you dupli- duplicate your exact yeah. place? You had your hands a little well. No,
4: <laughs> is that better? Is this any better?
1: Not, not at this
0: point.
4: Okay. <laughs>
1: But anyway, get all those nasty martinettes
0: out of there so the sparrows can use it. Because remember, the sparrows don't leave. They stay.
1: Now, uh, see, it wouldn't be bad at all if Jerry was not, as he gets into that (laughs) sparrow talk.
0: (laughs) But anyway,
1: uh, as I was walking in,
0: I I I neglected to mention that they got a good supply of uh, angel trumpets out at the front entrance, and uh, I was looking at them, and uh, they're uh, mostly Charles Grimaldi, which is the best uh, angel trumpet. Uh, Yellow bloom, and then they have have some whites out there. But uh, the way you can tell uh, yellow from a white is a yellow. uh, 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 Bergmancia has... Did you have a qu- has a has ru- has a rugged or, d- or uneven edges to the leaves whereas uh, the whites have smooth leaves
4: smooth margin. Did you want to come on the air? Oh, okay. Well, we got Oh, okay. Well, then do you want to talk? Well, if you don't mind Kevin or anybody <laughs> I don't okay, know. Now, We just got
3: for me to hear. Yeah. All
2: right.
4: Ray is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi Ray welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas how are you doing today? all right uh, just getting ready to barbecue here um, all right what are you yeah well, us? hey uh, what about all this uh, I thought
5: this was a family uh, oriented uh, show what's all with the triple X uh, libido libido thing going on banter going on between Jerry and Milton what's up with that I don't know what uh, what yeah. is it?
4: All the triple X uh, oh, back and forth? I don't think it was triple X. I think it was maybe PG-13. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, Ray, how can we help you with your avocados, man? Well, let's right, focus yeah, on your I, avocados. I bought it,
5: um, I bought it in um, February.
4: Okay. Put them, in,
5: put them inside, Protected them, blah, 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 because I was going to give it to somebody in the valley. But that person <laughs> never showed up. And now that thing is dying on me. All of a sudden, he's drying up and... You know, it, it was all right until the um, like middle of this month. Uh, could it have been the freeze that kind of hurt it or something.
0: No, oh, yeah, I thought you said you put it inside.
5: Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And then after all that nasty weather went away, then I went from <laughs> outside, and and he was doing okay uh, all through uh, uh, March,
3: uh, yeah. April. And here in May,
5: all of a sudden, it started loo- uh, drying up and losing leaves, and yeah. I'm taking you care said, of my you,
0: you made you made the statement that it all, it lived pretty good through the freeze. Did you did you put it in the garage? No, inside the house. Inside the house. In inside the house, so it didn't it, was, it didn't freeze. It didn't freeze, or nothing. No. Uh, uh yeah. do you think I can still save it's, it? It's, it's, It's in the same container that you bought it
5: in? Yes. I did did take off the bottom of the container and put them in another five-gallon bucket with some good dirt, store-bought dirt. And he seemed to be doing okay, but now for some reason he wants to up and die on me. But do you think if I trim the dead stuff and maybe put them in another container, I can still salvage it? (laughs) Uh, did it? Did it lose le?
0: Does it lose leaves? And are they uh, losing the leaves from the bottom, and not at the top?
5: Uh, mainly at at the top.
0: At the bottom.
4: Well, no, no, top and bottom, basically. Yeah. Oh, top and bottom. Oh.
0: <laughs> well, uh, I don't know if you, if you, when did you repot it?
5: I, I have not repotted it yet.
0: Okay, so it's still in the original container that you bought it in. Yes. Okay, and you haven't let it dry out or anything. Not,
5: not completely. No. Okay, still got some green. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I don't, I don't think repotting it would help.
5: Uh, uh-huh. You can
0: take all, you can take all the dead leaves off. Okay. And uh, and uh, it, it's not showing any new growth at the top.
5: No. It was showing new growth about two weeks ago, and then little by little, even the new growth started uh, drying off, and uh, I've been kind of careful with the water, and some yeah. has to grow in there every now and then, too, so there you go. Uh, I, I, I'm just hoping I can still save it. I was just thinking if maybe you might recommend repotting it for right now, because eventually I want them down to the, uh, I want to take them down to the valley where I know that, that avocado trees is i losing proposition here. But uh, right. I, I want to see if I can save them. So, uh, okay. so you I, say, I,
0: I you wouldn't understand? recommend repotting it. Okay. I would recommend taking all the dead leaves off. Okay. And, and if it continues to have dead leaves on it uh, and it's no, not putting out a new growth from the
5: top, uh,
0: I would oh. imagine it's, for some reason, it's getting ready to die.
5: Oh, by the by, by the way, it's got new growth at the bottom, below the graft line. It does have new growth, which oh. uh, oh, kind of weird. <laughs> yeah,
0: Is that avocado. avocado. Well,
5: yeah, it's a house. I, I, I think. A, I, yeah,
0: I think avocados, uh, especially the name, you got it at a nursery, I assume.
5: No, no, no. I couldn't find that particular type of nursery. I bought it at uh, at one of the box stores. But like I said, it was for somebody in the valley.
0: But yeah, I'm but did it, have, to, did it have did it have a name on it? Yes,
5: yes, it's a hot. Okay. Yes. I think
0: I'm pretty sure all those are grafted. Yes, yes, they so are. So if the yeah. t- if the, if it's dying above the graft union then yes. uh, I imagine the top has died and the uh uh the, what you're seeing is rootstock.
5: Yes. And I still got like uh, one and a half feet of the uh top. Yeah. So do I kill, do I take off the, the the ones from the from the root stock, take those little growths off and hopefully maybe yeah. I can get the top to grow?
0: Yeah, maybe. That's a good okay. a good thing to I'll try.
5: Hey. hey Jerry, um uh don't let Milton uh, rag you about you making up stories. Uh, you know, because, what makes you think I'm making these up? And I know you're not, because with, with, uh. that innocent face, with that innocent face that you got, I could be the biggest criminal in San Antonio. Uh. Yeah. A jury that would convict with that face.
3: There you go. go. He may
4: already be uh. the mastermind <laughs> behind some of those unsolved crimes.
3: All right. So, Thanks, Ray. Thanks for thing. the compliment.
4: Have a good Memorial Day. Enjoy that barbecue. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867.
0: Well, John call, uh, wrote me the the guy that had the tomatoes falling off his bush. Oh, did he? Okay, wrote that you back? We,
4: we called him. Yeah, about the rats. You <laughs> yeah, better. and I had,
0: <laughs> well, we were hypothesizing that uh, oh. there were rats.
4: That's the guy that, that liked the Vitex. Right, hypothesized.
0: He writes, uh, "Hey, Dr. Garrett, we spoke on the radio yesterday about my green tomatoes falling off the plant. Mm-hmm. I looked close at the ones I kept it, in- and there is a stem about three eighths to half an inch long on the plant." Oh, okay. It does look like it was cut off with snips or a sharp knife. You remember I told him that? Yeah. That's the way rodents do. Guess I better get some rat bait. (laughs) Does Millburger have bait that looks like compressed corn? Sticks about one inch in diameter. The only time I've seen uh, those
1: poison baits like that
0: is at a feed store. Hmm.
1: Yeah, it's so much easier. Yeah. And, uh, the big box stores. Some of them do a good job. Do they
3: have
0: that too?
1: Yeah, but if, uh, if he if he's got a, uh, a feed store, what What is the one that we? Lock Hill Feed Lock Hill and feed? Yeah, that would probably be the easiest. I don't place. know where he
0: lives, but so uh, yeah, they're
4: all around town though. So yeah. If he doesn't live near Lock Hill, there.
1: But
0: uh, there are there are rat baits uh,
4: that you put in your attic when
0: rats get in there. And the the way they work, they say, is that that uh, they make them thirsty. Yeah. And they go out looking for water, and they die.
4: And actually, I think the water themselves increases the the toxicity or some sort. Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah. It's because Calvin put all that chlorine and and mm-hmm. fluoride in the water.
1: Actually. When um, he
4: was at Saul's.
1: Our our friends at Spider <laughs> Spider Man. Yeah. do a good job on that. Yeah, head. they they yeah. do, getting rid of rats. That's true, too.
0: Well, I hope, hope that's all that solves it. Or you can trap them. That's always fun, too. How do, right. you, how do you get a rat out of a... Have a hard trap, Melvin? without ke- them biting you?
4: Very carefully. No, you teach them how to swim. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, that's where I thought you were going. That that seems like a hideous thing. to. I'd
0: believe it or not, rats can swim pretty good.
4: Oh, Okay.
1: And that can bite pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's
4: the scary part. <laughs> All right, 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. And toll free, it's 866 308 8867. The number to call to be a part of the show. Oh, I should have asked Ray, since we had him, if he was noticing any fireflies in his neighborhood. Or, know, Boga- or Bougainville know. is coming back. Oh. What's that?
1: Oh, I was just want- we haven't uh, witnessed a lot of it lot of uh, interest in the fireflies, have we?
4: No. But I think they're interesting. Last time we got some calls. Yeah. So it's early in the show. Are you seeing any at your house? No. Really?
0: Yeah. uh, I think they have to be close to brush or something. Oh, okay. Uh, But not a lot, especially in San Antonio.
1: Well, but with all the... It's easy to have... Uh, n- nearly a brush situation with, uh, with the rain we
2: Absolutely,
1: had. and uh, if you've got more more than a, a few hundred feet of uh, landscape. You yeah, know.
4: I mowed the lawn for a second time in in a week. I mowed it Friday before all the rains, and then yesterday. All, all right, right. I grew that fast.
1: Good How for you. Was, uh, I'm getting a lot of response on folks <laughs> <laughs> uh, questions like, could the winter weeds be? Resprouting, <laughs> and they are—they are actually in my yard. I oh, they're and resprouting. The, the rescue grass is huh. sprouting. I don't think it's going to last long. It's making a rush to try to get some seed yeah. heads. But uh, keep mowing it. Keep mowing it.
0: Yeah, the heat—heat will take care of that. Yeah,
1: and uh, your San Augustine grass and your even your bermuda, bermuda is is growing and it is in a competitive state oh, right now. Yeah. So it'll win the battle, especially. Uh, you know, we Jerry and I talk a lot about. Uh, you don't want to fertilize when you got the winter weeds there. They'll take advantage of using it. But right now, the San Augustine grass and the Bermuda grass and even the Zoysia are more capable of using the fertilizer than the winter weeds are. Right. The winter weeds are uh, close to d- being done. They just. Uh, this
0: is
4: the last. A raw medicine. No. There with the fireflies, <laughs> and my my reseeded, I think it's a special variety, of blue bonnets, uh-huh. is finally, it's it's had it. That's good. Yeah, oh, it's was pretty. There was more coming. there, again between the time I showed you last week and the mm-hmm. and and now. It still even looked prettier. And then just by today, it was like maybe the rain's kind of wiped it out.
0: Yeah. Don't send any more pictures, Milton, like you did last time.
4: That's 20 pictures. Why? Is that too many for you? No. (laughs) 20
1: pictures for one (laughs) (laughs) silver You know the I was very proud. The and the Indian blankets are spectacular. Are they coming? Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. And they're... uh, it's been years since my i used to have a lot of coreopsis and uh i don't know if i probably mowed them a couple times too early or what it was but i haven't seen them and of course wildflowers are sensitive to the the moisture and yeah. everything yeah. but this year they're they're really making a good show yeah
4: we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. We have more of Milburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Milberger's Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Bolverde Road on 930 a.m. The Answer. Texas, Jesse Coulter's birthday, the 25th of May. Uh, Wayland, wife, Right? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Bud is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Bud. Welcome to the show. How you doing today?
2: Doing pretty good. I think What's going Y'all are too. I hear all your voices out there.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty. It's a pretty day out here. Oh, yeah. it's getting cloudy.
2: Is it yeah, supposed it's, to rain it's today? It's mostly no. cloudy over here too. I've had maybe 30 minutes of sun. <laughs> Hmm. listen uh, you've you've been wanting uh lightning bug reports
4: right, right. Do you have lightning bugs
2: uh yeah I, I live hey, out in far east Bexar County, okay, south of i hey, ten and seems uh, consistent. Friday night, yeah. I saw my first lightning bug
4: yeah did you have had you had them like last year or the year before?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, okay they, so they, you they, they are around here uh, every year. But I was really surprised. In fact, I had forgotten about it. I got too many things on my mind. But I saw that and I said, Lord, have mercy. I have not seen a lightning bug until today. Normally, they hmm. come around in April, don't they?
4: Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: that's Depends interesting.
2: They're
1: really dependent
4: on the weather, I think. Maybe hmm. it's maybe it's a sign of something. Maybe we're going to have a mild summer. So you
0: only saw one?
4: Just one. Huh. Yeah, I only saw three or four. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, but you know, same yeah. thing. I was walking and moving through the neighborhood.
0: I mean, in, in Tennessee, every, I mean, there's hundreds of them
1: out there. Now, you don't know that it's still the same, Jerry.
0: Well, that's true.
2: But back,
1: <laughs> back in the old yeah, days. Back
0: in the old days, they were there because my
1: kids would go out and catch them with jars.
2: Yeah, we used to did do they? that down here, too. Well, yeah. did, he, did
1: you not... You didn't go out and catch them in jars? No, you in I was
2: just <laughs> wanting to get
0: the kids out of the house.
2: Oh. No, I'm it, not. I'm sweet? not that agile anymore to be able to. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, they look like a mosquito. Oh, yeah, I mean, do they? Yeah, they're with a with a lantern on its butt. Huh? <laughs> so
2: uh, anyway, yeah, but and, and and the fact that I saw them so late and and just one, uh, I'm afraid that maybe they're in decline. Know, just like butterflies are. Yeah. Out here, uh, the butterflies have declined tremendously over the past 10 years.
4: Huh.
1: Yeah. Now, Maybe so. well,
4: cool. Well, thank you I for I was going to re- ask you uh,
1: about the butterflies. Uh, I'm trying, kind of half hard, making an attempt to see if the uh, martins, the, the presence of the purple martens, makes any difference in terms of butterfly. Uh, well, population, yeah, population. those nasty
0: martins will eat the butterflies, won't they?
1: They do. Yeah, they I mean, do. If you got if you got martin houses like I do, and uh, you'll occasionally see, but yeah. then then uh, the next three days there'll be butterflies flying around, and they won't seem like they won't <laughs> even be. They'll be ignoring them. But hmm.
0: where uh, are can, ma- can I heard they
1: i eat they do, and, he, and, and, they, and the bats do, Dragon, too. Yeah, the top the top
4: food is dragonflies. You call yeah. them dragonflies? You call them dragonflies or yeah, uh, okay, yeah. or mosquito hawks? <laughs> no. Okay, it depends on where you're from. Bud, what do you call them, dragonflies or mosquito hawks?
2: Dragonflies. Okay,
4: it's <laughs> it's unanimous.
2: Listen, can I ask one uh, other quick question? Yeah. Sure. Uh, y'all have purslane out there, don't you?
0: Yeah, sure do. Different colors.
2: Well, two questions. How do you spell
1: purslane?
0: P U R
1: S L A
2: N E.
0: There you go. Hey Calvin, something. Desc- mm-hmm. Reese-
2: okay, okay, that sounds good. I wonder why uh, I th- never th- was spelling th- but... easy, easy to propagate.
0: Oh, oh yeah. yes. <laughs> all you got to do is break one off. Yeah. Or okay. you can use your weed eater and uh, go in there and <laughs> weed eat them down, and all the pieces that scatter will root.
1: Yeah, that's really? uh, your uh, Jerry's describing my uh, <laughs> patio uh, pl- plants now, because they yeah the those uh, the wild purslane and even uh even the tame purslane yeah. are kind of uh, uh, weedy.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I
1: think uh, I think I have the wild out here.
0: Oh yeah, it has yeah. a little bit of yellow blooms on.
1: It. But they got really attractive foliage. Yeah. It looks like they're
0: uh, the at the, a, you li- know, the leaves are real
2: wide. Yeah. And somebody, somebody well, once gave me a sprig off of a uh, uh, tame one or whatever you call it.
0: Uh, yeah, hybrid.
2: The, the, th- those leaves are real skinny. I yeah. Mean, th- these that uh, <laughs> come up of out here once in a yeah. while are really, really wide.
1: Now, the, the, big, uh, the big mission on first lane and moss roses is to get them a longer blooming period. Right. Because uh, personally, you could miss the, if you go to work 8 to 5, <laughs> you could maybe miss you the never
0: You never see it bloom. <laughs> uh, but th- the new one, the, maybe they got one newer than that, called, was called sundial. And uh, it was supposed to stay open longer. Yeah. But they, the blooms close <laughs> when you water it. In other words, if you water it in the middle of the day.
3: Oh,
4: that's interesting.
0: Uh, the blooms all close.
2: Well, listen, guys, I'm going to get off the phone so other people have a chance. That's
4: okay. Thank you, bud. You take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for returning. our Yeah. (laughs) All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867.
0: I thought I would mention that sparrows do not eat butterflies.
4: Calvin, Hmm? do sparrows eat butterflies? No. No. Okay. There you go. Seeds.
0: I, I can't see any down problem with these sparrows
1: really they're really good if you make them in a casserole oh, oh man
0: <laughs> can't believe he went there that's what that man told me that you see our sparrows
4: <laughs> you have to do them they're too small too little yeah chicken fried uh, sparrow But <laughs> a few you know, a few of uh, jerry's
1: <laughs> bugs in there too like
0: can you imagine dressing i mean pecking picking a sparrow. Well, and d- imagine how much meat you'll get off of a sparrow. Oh.
1: I even have trouble imagining hunters picking doves. That's not a huge bird either.
0: Doves. Yeah. Well, on if you get a white, I guess wing. they're.
1: I guess they're f- <laughs> five or six times as large as a sparrow. Oh yeah, but uh, still. Well, a, lot a of morning th- dove is only probably only four or five times.
0: Yeah, a lot. A lot of times. Uh, they just uh, skin them and uh, pick, take the breast out and leave the hindquarters. Yeah, I think I've seen that, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then they, they barbecue that with bacon around it. Hmm. pretty good.
4: Sounds good. Real good. <laughs> All 308 <laughs> 210-308-88-67.
0: 210-308-8867. But for some reason, my daddy made us pick them, pick yeah. the
4: feathers off.
0: And that took uh, took a while. Especially when the limit is twelve to fifteen birds per person. Hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, Neil Spear's got a question that I, I imagine we're going to get from now on. Said about five years ago, I planted three rose bushes. Almost immediately, they became infested with black spot fungus. I suspect from the nursery. You always blame the nursery. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to pull them out and try again. How long will the ground remain infested with black spot before it is healed?
1: That's just, I mean uh, <laughs> the the, the, lack, the lack of logic there. Yeah. Great. Okay, first
0: of all, <laughs> Neil said black spot is almost omnipresent. Yeah. In our environment it it uh <laughs> he says I certainly wouldn't blame the nursery said uh we have 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 it most on our roses in the spring and fall when it's cool and humid in texas uh <laughs> so uh the the spores fly in are blown in they're blown from plant to plant but the, they're not uh uh, Inherent, endemic in the soil so there's really nothing you can treat the soil with that will reduce black spot.
1: and in addition to it being everywhere uh, uh, various uh, varieties are more susceptible than oh others. absolutely our, you know we always talk about our our uh tough modern roses mm-hmm. uh out there in those kind of condi- conditions, we don't spray them, and they, they still seem to uh, survive yeah. the yeah. black spot.
0: And I'm convinced, uh, even, even and some of those antiques will get black spot and lose all their leaves, but they're on their own root system, so they'll come back. Uh, a good case in, in the argument is when we were looking at Belinda's dream as a Texas superstar, and we had a rainy, rainy weather time, up especially up in Dallas and where they were being tested, and uh, it got a ba- pretty bad black spot, lost all its leaves. And uh, some of our coworkers were saying, well, we can't make that a Texas superstar. Well, I said, the hell we can't. And uh, sure enough, it came back and bloomed mm-hmm. and was beautiful. After that, so it responds to uh, severe conditions
1: well, for some black spot. Uh, and you, it's not unusual to go through a whole growing season and not see black right, spot. Right. Yeah, and and if you'd had hybrid teas, you'd, you'd, hear they could have had black oh, spot. Oh yeah. And, uh, the Blinda's Dream or the uh, oh, some of their grandmas yellow. Grandma's
0: yellow. Uh, we when we were selecting the grand the plant, which would be grandma's yellow, uh, we had them out at uh, Doctor Stein's uh, grandmother house, and uh, any of that came down with uh, a lot of black spot, we eliminate. So that was one of the elimination points. So, hmm. Grandma's Ella, it can get black spot, as well as Belinda's Dream right. can get black spot. But uh, if you just p- apply during rainy s- rainy spells, if it rains every five to seven days, you need to, between rains. You need to apply a, uh, a fungicide.
4: Yeah, I miss my little Belinda's Dream. It wasn't so little when it. Went away. <laughs> Katie Road. It's another good one. Yeah. I
1: never, I, n- I don't think I've ever applied uh, for at least for several years any uh, fungicide to any of those the tough modern roses. Yeah. But have you seen black spot on uh, it? Not so that I've noticed. Oh, okay. Neil
0: recommends. Uh, 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 look at the, look at he says. Look at the varieties listed at Texas A and M, at its Earthkind Roses page, uh, on Aggie Horticulture T A M U dot backslash Earthkind Roses. And um, he says there are a couple of dozen varieties of roses been thoroughly tested in many gardens across America for their proven resistance to black spot. No.
4: What? <laughs> now, pre- you disagreed with uh, Neil one time, and he <laughs> screams blasphemy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, Neil's a big supporter of uh, Dr. Steve George up there. All right. Got okay, about a minute. Before and we he, and he was the uh, he was the earth kind father. Oh, wow. But uh, I've seen all those tests, and when it gets to be a bla- bad black spot year, They'll have black they'll spot, too. too, but they're on their own root system, so. and they recover.
4: Okay, well, that's important.
0: Whereas uh, a lot of the modern roses are grafted, of course, and uh, they'll defoliate, and it'll weaken the plant so that it it uh, won't won't come back.
4: we got to take a break and get you caught up with the news. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We have more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up live from Milburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardie Road on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. We're
3: back
2: with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 a.m. The Answer.
4: Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show or come on by. Lots of folks out here uh, and uh, just uh, visiting or uh, I'm trying to see what, what, what folks are getting. The begonias, it looks like, is that a... What does she have in the bottom of hers with the, uh, I guess it kind of looks like a colladium. coleus. Is that what that coleus, is? Okay, yeah. those are pretty.
0: Yeah, they <coughs> they really got some interesting looking coleus. Yeah, out.
1: I, I kind of, I planted them for a while. They're uh, they're a little dependent on the, the weather. I mean, they yeah. are not as easy to grow as begonias. Or oh, yeah. So and they,
0: they don't bloom except when yeah. they send up a yeah.
1: bloom spike. Yeah, the Of course, the Whopper Bogonia is such such a spectacular So how
4: many Whoppers, if the container, I'm trying to think, if it's maybe 18 inches to 2 feet wide, not too deep, it's uh, maybe about a foot deep, how many Whoppers per container? Two. Two? Or you think, what? Two Whoppers
1: per container?
4: Yeah. I'm trying to, i got these big old... Containers. Oh, oh, you're talking oh. about planting them. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. you
1: yeah. you're t- plant- <laughs> talking about a, a flat. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> I'm Trying to figure out how many to put in there. I was trying to remember. I, I just mm, remember. Maybe one I
4: will do. it. I was thinking just the one. That's why I got three containers. Oh yeah, and three whoppers.
1: I would put just one. One, unless they're real large. You can do more than one, but it's not, ne- but it's not necessary because they fill the darn thing up. Yeah, yeah it, good. They look
0: good. Yeah, they do. You'd have to prune them back. Okay. If you put more than two in there or two oh. in there, I'll just do the one but all the all the cuttings that you take or break off will root just, just stick them in the ground, okay, so you can increase your whopper
4: good <laughs> yeah, they're roughly pretty yeah. these these do look a little different than what, what I had last year. one doesn't, and I think that's the one that you said we historically have a good uh track record with, and what was the other one that was kind of was it a light green, yeah. Regular, regular With a pink green, flower and a light green, yeah, yeah, very attractive. Yeah,
1: I think in that in that setting that the uh, light green is more attractive, but uh, when you got a mass planting with the uh, uh, mar- that kind of maroon color, it's really pretty showy.
0: No, yeah.
1: So, uh, and another thing, uh, let's remind all the folks that are uh, advocates for butterflies that. Uh, We've got the uh, tuberosa here, which is the native butterfly weed. We've got tropical uh, tropical butterfl- uh, m- uh, the milkweed. And we've got uh, at least two different kinds, maybe three different kinds of porterweed. The yeah. red, the apricot, and there's a few of the uh, purples, I understand. There's flower. And was there something else, Jerry? Do you
0: no, the red ones are blooming now.
1: Yeah, the 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 dwarf red is really pretty spectacular.
0: I was fussing thing. at Calvin last week for getting all the ones that had blooms on. No, but now all of them have got blooms.
1: Yay! On. <laughs> yeah, they are they are close to all of them are close to bloom, and they're all of them blooming right now. Um, but yeah, I haven't had a. Ch- I missed my chance. I need to go look and. Look at those apricots and see what they look like. They have been larger in past years. So,
0: larger pl- grow larger plants.
1: Yeah, yeah. Can't beat that red. Oh yeah. And I, I like the fact that that's a disciplined plant. Plant that dwarf yeah. red one. And the purple is pretty disciplined too.
0: Yeah.
1: Now uh, the the apricot has been a little w- wilder, <laughs> old-fashioned kind of growth. Right? <laughs>
0: Uh, we uh, didn't finish up Calvin's this week in the garden. Oh, could Yesterday, and uh, the ones we didn't talk about is Calvin says. Now that we have received some rain, the slug, snail, and pig pill bug population will increase. That's a prediction. I think he's right.
1: Yeah, we've had uh, (laughs) a number of gardeners ask (laughs) how you control them. They're everywhere. (laughs) And uh, slugs and
0: snails will do more feeding on low-growing plants. And even zinnias. Thank God. They eat zinnias. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Suggs Sook, and, and snails uh, <laughs> like to go after zinnias. Yeah,
4: God God help us the day that Jerry finds out that sparrows eat zinnias. Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, as I was walking in, I saw a full uh, bench full of those uh, little zinnias. Uh, w- uh, that, uh, S- starts with a D, doesn't it? Yeah. P- police, police, people like those. Yeah. Because they're tough. Yeah, they're they're
1: they are a little drought more drought tolerant than the big. Yeah, yeah, you but know,
0: it, you can't cut them for flowers yeah.
1: and stuff. If you uh, if you're after the compact bright colors, you have to go to the b- the bigger ones. The bigger ones, yeah. And you can grow those by uh, the one thing about zinnias too is uh, you can grow them by seed. They grow easily. Yeah, and California t- Giant cactus. All the, there's all different kinds of selections
0: in Tennessee. They uh, all plant them for seed. Of course, they they got th- they didn't have a hybrid back in those days. I don't guess, but uh, I always tell people the prettiest zinnias I ever saw was growing in two and a half about a, uh, two inches of dust. I mean they were that dry tall, and I guess the the person was watering the plants itself. But uh, they're t- they're tough once they get established.
1: Yeah, I think you have to be. I never brag on their drought tolerance <laughs> because they, they look like they should be really drought tolerant, uh, <laughs> but they uh, d- you know, they fool you, huh? Yeah, they do. They don't. Uh, they're not any more drought tolerant than oh hibiscus or something.
0: Yeah, control them with slug and snail bait. I guess they've got some with spinosad.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: that contains spinosad.
1: Yeah. I like. Uh, uh, you can. Y- they've got some uh, formulas that require a lot of effort and working, uh, oh, working workin up the the material. But there are s- there are a bunch of them that are just easy. Yeah. Too. On
0: top. Yeah. yeah. Now, of course, the problem we're having. Is uh, is the rains? Well, we're almost get we're getting almost weekly rain. Yeah, don't you hate that? <laughs> it's so
1: weird. Is
4: June normally a rainy month? <laughs> June, no. is. June, June is June is submitted.
1: a June is a high rain month, uh, but it's so hot that it's <laughs> yeah uh, okay
4: that you don't know you don't notice it. But uh, but is May normally this rainy?
1: May is cl- close.
4: Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'll look look at the weather for next week. My son <laughs> is
0: back from Nashville, and he says, "This is Nashville weather. I mean, and Tennessee weather. That uh, about every week it rained. It was this, this way in Mississippi too. Uh, yeah, and New Orleans. It'd be hot as hell in the in the morning. Yeah, and and then you get a shower uh, <laughs> in the afternoon." Which was r- refreshing, but then
4: the steam would get you. Yeah, the humidity. After that. <laughs> and New Orleans, it was the same thing. It'd be hot. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> you know, I can remember doing summer camp. It didn't bother me when I didn't have it. When you were teaching kids and you had a room full of, you know, five-year-olds that were uh, <laughs> that were eager to run around, and all of a sudden it's time to take them out to the pool, and just everything would be beautiful, and then. <laughs> Yeah, get, <laughs> get out, get out. Yeah. Fort, uh, Fort Benning was the same. Is, is that right? <laughs> so let's see. Oh, Did you
0: mean it was lightning and they couldn't get in the pool? Oh yeah, and
4: the storms wouldn't last too long. But yeah, yeah they, but they couldn't go outside to play. They couldn't do anything. So hmm. we had to, <laughs> and we hadn't planned for it. Tonight it says a slight chance of thunderstorms and mostly cloudy. Thirty percent chance of showers today. Uh, yeah, fifty percent on Tuesday. Fifty percent Tuesday night. Seventy percent chance on Wednesday. What? Yeah, seventy percent chance on Wednesday night, and then fifty percent chance on Thursday.
0: <laughs> oh Lord, man. Anyway,
4: that is Oh well,
0: you know we whoever's praying for rain, <laughs> they're doing a good job. Yeah, we need to yeah. <laughs> we need to g- f- narrow that down and uh, yeah. have a talk
4: with and them and put them on a different project <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> they did a good job on they this. They did one. one, I know. So we need to expand <laughs> their repertoire. George is on the line at 210 308 210-308-8867. George, thanks for calling Millburgers Gardening South Texas. You're on the air. Uh,
3: George, turn Thank the you. radio down so
4: you can hear us okay.
3: Oh, yeah. Thank Just you, calling man. to see how to get rid of snails.
1: Slugging snail bait. <laughs> <laughs> That's the
0: only thing you can do. Oh, you can use
1: the beer. Yeah, beer traps. Beer traps. Work, but it's a pretty elaborate process.
0: <laughs> well, all, all you have to do is use that as a reason to drink oh, beer. That's true, actually. So you, <laughs> <that>. <laughs> so you put a, a some type of container like a cup, classic t- cup, t- top of a, yeah, top of a mayonnaise b- bottle or a jar or something, and then sink it. Uh, let people say. It's just sink it a little bit in the soil, and then fill it full of beer. Come on. And the, and the, the, uh, the slugs and b- snails will come along, drink the beer, get drunk, you you know how that goes, and fall in the beer, and drown, Milton. Yeah, I know. They, it's they, a terrible thing.
1: Actually, the pill bugs and slugs and snails do a high dive in <laughs> Into there and fill. It's amazing how quickly they'll fill up a, a a cup. Yeah, half full.
0: Oh yeah. So you know some people eat snails. So I wonder if that beer, the snails that go into that beer, are basically marinated. So you can cook them with marinated with beer.
3: They are boil them. So, are, uh, so you just leave a a bowl of beer out there in the yard is that what you're saying i a lot of noise you, it's
4: so. got to be at the um, the level of the grass it's got to be yeah, flush with the right. with the grass that's, they don't that's why
1: a plastic cup works the best then. do you have okay. that yeah. got to be <laughs> level uh, with the
3: grass all right
4: yeah. thanks well now of the two methods which are you more prone to do the beer or the slug and the snail bait which which is easier
3: uh, yeah the, um, the bait is easier okay what's, yeah what's the snail bait yeah what's
1: and it's a the local it's pretty, it's pretty obvious the slug and snail bait is too even but it's not as obvious as the the beer traps they fill up and it doesn't have to be expensive beer it can be stale <laughs> beer and,
0: and you get to drink
1: the other half of the can yeah.
4: You don't even drink. Why are you <laughs> encouraging us? Well, this I'm thing? just helping I, people that do drink. I see.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, it,
1: uh, slug and snail bait works really well, and just like Jerry said, there's uh, lots of choices. There's organic, and there's uh, there's some that are,
3: are just the garden a bit of an elaborate process. the process. Hmm.
0: Do what? The gar- the mm-hmm. gar- the nurseries would have the bait.
4: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, okay. we've got it here and I'm, I'm sure others would too. Yeah. Oh yeah. And All right.
3: The, and
0: they they'll find it overnight. I mean, the bait. Uh, yeah. Uh, so if you're trying to get ahead of the rain, uh, once it rains on the bait, oh, uh, you got a problem. Same with the beer. Yeah. Snails don't like beer. Weak, they yeah. don't like weak beer. They don't
4: like diluted beer. No. We've we've asked snails. Okay. They've they've written into the show. Yeah,
0: and you know why they have to. You have to bury the the rim a little bit. Why? Or close to the surface of the soil. Snails don't jump. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever seen a snail jumping around in your yard? I thought I
4: had. Now <laughs> <laughs> pill bugs uh, jump. Yeah, is that right? <laughs>
3: Okay. All right. <laughs> thank you, sir. Right, thank Thanks, you.
4: George. Hope we helped you. I wonder what what is Did he say what he's having trouble with, why the snails were bothering him? No. Oh, okay.
3: The amarellas and the canis. Oh,
4: no.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Canis, too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're sure it's not the, the those caterpillars? Yeah. Oh, it could be both. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we find okay. snails yeah.
3: on them so it's definitely yeah.
1: snails. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah and it's easy for the snails to hide in a can. Yeah, okay. and it's moist yeah. in there. Yeah. All
4: bye right, bye. good luck. Get them. Yeah. Thank right. you. Thank you, sir. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. And
0: Calvin's last recommendation is Prepare planting areas for flowers and vegetables uh, by incorporating two inches of compost and ten cups of slow-release lawn fertilizer per ten square feet ten th- of new bed.
1: Did you uh, you see any air in there, Jerry? Ten yeah. square feet. Oh, that's a uh, you'd have to pile it pretty deep <laughs> there.
0: So that should be 100 square hundred feet?
1: 100 square feet is what we'd normally well, say. Well, they tried. They, d- they just left off as evil.
0: But anyway, 19.59, which is on sale here, mm-hmm. and that would uh, fit into the tax-free thing too, wouldn't it? No. No? For, no, not for Oh, less. that's right. No, the Trey said yeah. that yesterday. Even though. But, but since Milton says it's not going to really have a big chance of rain, Until Thursday, Wednesday, Wednesday, yeah. So you've got a couple of days to fertilize your lawn. Okay. uh, We've kind of decided that uh, we used to say after you mowed your lawn grass uh, twice. Well, (laughs) this year's been so crazy. uh, I probably could have mowed mine twice, but anyway, it's it's rapidly growing. And so mm-hmm. you, it's ne- you need yeah, to apply your fertilizer
1: now. Well, and the the logic for that is that we're we're the reason we say mow twice because that indicates that there's growth of roots and tops, and there we sh- we can see the growth of the tops and uh, and uh, the roots are after the rains uh, everything responded. Oh
0: quickly. yeah, big time.
1: So, yeah, we're, we're speculating a little bit and uh, making a determination. It, uh, uh, using slow-release lawn fertilizer gives us a little more flexibility because we're not wasting. Right. And environmentally, we're not uh, challenging either because yeah. it's uh, it's not being,
3: slowing fi- down Yeah, only
0: 50% of it's available when you apply it, but the other 50% comes over the next two to three months.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. That's pretty cool. This is also a good time to plant uh, in your <laughs> in your areas that uh, have a sparse grass in them. Maybe that you've been using for a winter sustainable lawn. Uh, that we recommend you plant cosmos in. Hmm. And now that the soil is moist and everything. You can broadcast cosmos right on top of the. Oh ground. yeah, that's
4: the one I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah,
1: if you just make a a motion,
4: yeah, they'll yeah. start, start <laughs> sprouting. Well no, <laughs> they germinate that quickly, huh? <laughs> just in the air before they hit the ground. And uh,
1: it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty uh, reliable aggressive. Well, in fact, that's one of those. I don't remember who was asking us. Is there anything that you shouldn't fertilize? And uh, actually,
4: that's it. Probably, yeah. It.
1: Cosmos. doesn't oh. Gets a little uh, scraggly and overgrown. If yeah. So where really.
4: would you uh, pic- picture a regular yard? Where would you plant cosmos?
1: At the same place that your bluebonnets are growing. Oh. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> th- that's one of the ways we say yeah. to deal th- with the ugly period. I
0: think that's a Milton plant, don't you? No, that's. I, I don't know. I don't think deer will eat cosmos either.
1: I don't know that.
0: I don't either. But yeah.
1: uh, but at Milton, it needs to be where the Cosmos seed can make contact with the the soil and then the sun, so it can't be ton of organic material. Or okay. Mulch.
0: Yeah, you don't want to mulch them.
3: Okay. But
0: well. I, c- I can see plenty of soil in my yard.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs> Where it's bare. So maybe I'll pick up a couple packs before I go home. Yeah. They have uh, Cosmos transplants? Huh? <laughs> do we okay. have Cosmos transplants? Well, no. Most shears do. I don't think do. so. Do they Really?
3: Oh, oh yeah,
1: they got tra- they got transplants most years, but I haven't seen any this year. Uh, Maybe there's some out there.
4: I don't know. Hmm. So, uh, uh, all right, let's take a. Oh, and um, I was going to tell you, um, I'll sh- I'll share the pictures if you'd like to see them. Uh, Warren uh, Man, Warren Remy, said he checked his into care trap at his home, and he's got lots of wigglers in there, but no mosquitoes, so it's working. Hmm. So they they're all on the thing right now. Uh. Yeah. So he's, he's very happy. Actually, I think he's happy because Maryland's happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll man. take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. 210 308 started
1: talking about mosquitoes. Oh, I no. Did you?
4: Oh, dear. 210. Th- I shouldn't have talked about it. 210 308 More in a moment on milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer.
3: A lot like
5: Dixie, I don't want to go. If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie, i just as soon
4: stay home. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Who was that? Hank Williams, Jr. His, his birthday, I think, was the uh, 25th. Let me check. Al sent me that <laughs> real quick. So, uh, yeah, 26th. Hey, uh, Jerry reminded me, I'm glad he did, the blood drive is next Saturday here at Millburgers, 10 to 3 here at Millburgers. Uh, we will encourage you to come on out. You, uh, Here's a little bit of um, a tip for you. If you go to the uh, South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website, you can uh, go ahead and register in advance, and that makes the process speedier. Plus, you can uh, go ahead and fill out all the questions in advance and all that stuff they ask you, um, and... Um, then uh, then you just uh, come on out, and you've got a designated time, and it goes real fast. If not, if you just feel like coming out, that's okay, too, because it still goes real fast. Uh, they've got Millburgers will have nice thank-you gifts for you next Saturday from 10 to 3. And, of course, the Blood Drive, the folks at the uh, South Texas Blood and Tissue Center have nice uh, thank-you gifts as well. Bill so, yeah, uh,
0: Miller Barbecue Coupon? Uh,
4: it doesn't say, so it's possible. All right. I don't know, though. Um <laughs> uh, these donors can it choose from hundreds of gift cards for all their needs, including Sam's Club, Instacart, Target, Uber, and many more. All right. Maybe maybe, maybe you're the Maybe, maybe many more. a mail
0: of barbecue.
1: There's some uh, Vitex we were talking about over there.
3: Yeah.
1: All right. So bring your oh, blood he one? Bring your
0: bring your bring your blood and come on out, huh? Yeah. Don't leave home without it. Don't leave home without that blood.
4: <laughs> bring it with you when you come to the nursery next Saturday.
0: Uh, we got. Uh, is that all you wanted to say about that? That's it. Yeah, I'll I'll mention
4: it again. It's
0: from what time?
4: Sorry, next Saturday from ten to three. Ten to three. Okay. Yeah. So they'll start before we start. Yeah, you're also doing them a favor when you register in advance because then they know how many vehicles to bring. Yeah. So if they fill up one vehicle, they'll add another one, and so on and so forth. So yeah, it helps That's out. Good. But uh, you go to Nursery dot com. There's even a link to schedule your donation time on milbergernursery.com. Look under events.
0: All right, I got a question from Mesa,
4: Arizona, Milton. So Mm -hmm. I don't don't guess we
0: can call them right. (laughs) Uh, From Lee, and uh, he says, "Hi, Jerry." You know, we get personal with these calls, uh, writer. I have a question about my new. Butterfly vines. I'm a newbie to vines and I only have two young ones that are doing well and blooming here in Mesa, Arizona. Each plant has two shoots that have wound their way vertically to the top of the trellis. After some research, I recently unwound them and removed them horizontally from the bottom. To start filling in better, from the top up, from the bottom up. I don't know what the hell she's talking about. Uh, <laughs> I also read someone quit reading the uh, quit reading that stuff. Mm-hmm. That if I pinch them, they will produce multiple shoots.
1: Well, the pinching might work, but I don't quite understand well, yeah, that. Yeah, I don't either. Especially on the <laughs> butterfly vine
0: which would would be great to help it fill in faster. I took this to mean pinching from the twining in but it wasn't clear and I've been unable to find specifics on exactly what part of the vine should be pinched off and how, how to go about doing this. Any input is appreciated. I would recommend first of all that you quit reading and following those instructions uh, and plant the vine. You've already planted the vines. Just get the hell away from them and leave them alone? alone. Let them do they, their thing. They run up and uh, <laughs> they will naturally vine. I mean, uh, they run up that uh, fence and they will form side shoots or mo- multiple vines. They're twisters. Right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, you don't really need to do anything If you pinch the the top side of them, the growing points out of them, i I'd I never have heard of anybody doing that, but uh, it might have to make them send out some side shoot, but uh, that that's such a good, uh, well-adapted plant
1: yeah. that I'd just leave it alone and quit reading. That's the uh, uh, butterfly vine and the cross vine were yeah. the two that I described as part of the landscape design school. It's yeah. real desirable.
0: And you don't paint either one of those, bud.
1: No. But I, the president yeah, of the cross vine. I, I just, you know, we talk about, uh, oh, um, what's it, a trumpet creeper and how there we be we punch back with the machete. Uh, Pinchback with a machete and you yeah. control it, but those
4: two are or maybe punchback was actually uh <laughs> appropriate
1: yeah those those two are great growers, and uh as far as we know that uh butterfly vine is still deer proof right you're right, right. yeah, yeah, the cross vine isn't no. I mean, i've had I, I've, cross vine is wonderful and <laughs> colorful, but uh when i've tried to grow it on my fence the the deer
0: come get it. Yeah, that's uh, what the experience that Forrest Appleton had. Right as you drive in his driveway, he had a beautiful cross vine on there, and the deer ate everything <laughs> on the deer eat. side yeah, of the yeah. fence. And uh, so he took it down replaced it with a butterfly vine, and that's when we realized that the deer won't eat it huh. or didn't eat it. i uh, got another question from Universal City. Larry, right, we know where that is. One of our big listeners. A fungus on mountain laurel tree. Hmm. My large mountain laurel tree was planted as a full-grown tree in 2007. It has been beautiful every year. After the freeze, it dropped uh, lots of its leaves and had, a, had dead-looking branches. Now I'm seeing what looks like a fungus on the trunk. Can this be treated? Do I need to have all the dead-looking branches cut out? Yes. Will the entire tree die? No. It has two main trunks coming out of the ground. Should I have one that has the fungus cut down? No. Uh, that fungus is just growing on uh, dead bark, and it's not uh, uh, mountain or uh pretty tough. But I would remove, now, if that dead stuff was on there and the fungus is on the dead stuff, that's where fungus should be.
1: Yeah, you should, uh, I was thinking by this time, Texas mountain laurel is pretty much showing where the live part of the tree right. and the dead part of the tree is. And there generally hasn't been much dead part, but there's been leaf kill and leaf drop. And bloom. De- oh, yeah, no, yeah, we just haven't seen any bloom. Yeah. That, that was pretty absolute.
0: <coughs> so uh I wouldn't worry about it. Now I would I would uh have somebody remove all the uh the dead branches, dead looking branches and uh but everyth- everything that has got living leaves uh, and viable leaves on it uh I wouldn't worry about the fungus. I don't know of, of anything that you can spray that fungus with. Not like a spray in a tomato and things like
1: that. Well, you can spray it. You you mean you, mean you don't know anything? Yeah, that's well, it, effective. Won't yeah. It. <laughs> it won't kill
0: it. It won't kill it. I don't. I want to say a copper spray would probably be your best choice. But uh, like Calvin said, uh, we can't promise any success with that.
1: And they're and they're so they're so tough and adaptable, <laughs> anyways. So.
0: Yeah. So don't, don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> I got a note from David Rodriguez. Uh-oh.
1: Oh, she's still around.
0: Yeah. Uh, I hope you're doing well with David Rodriguez. Yeah. Oh, that was nice. At least he, he Did wrote. Did he ask if, a,
1: if all of us were no, alive? No, just hell,
0: with you re- huh? hell with the rest <laughs> of them. Can you... We, and we're the only ones that kind of...
3: are civil, toward David.
0: <laughs> Can you help get the word out on this new superstar plant introduction? Maybe for the 4th of July weekend. Uh, did you get this, Ken? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's called Blue Stocking
1: Napper? Nap-
0: Napper Grass?
1: I was asking him if, if he had something else, so... It's going to be tough to write a whole article <laughs> on their blue <boot. laughs> napper <Christ>.
0: grass. <laughs> and uh, said uh has booked a good number of them, as well as will hopefully help promote this plant, a, a, plant as plant of the weekend. So, I'm assuming we have it.
1: I haven't seen it.
0: Uh, <laughs> and uh, a guy came up after. <coughs> After the show yesterday. Oh, was he asking about it? Yeah, he was asking about... Uh, he had seen uh, uh, ornamental grass Yeah. Uh, over at the botanical garden, I think it was. And he had shown me a picture of it. And he wanted some to cover his uh, electrical boxes uh, in the front yard. Oh. To plant around. And uh, I... I, I Found one of the employees, and they said the the grass is ornamental grass grasses on the opposite side of this building, over here, okay. the the office building, and uh, so he he went over there to look around. Now, as I remember, if this is a, if this is the grass we tested, it's a it's a colorful grass. In other words, hmm. it's uh, has purple stem, purple leaves, stems and leaves versus. Uh, Pampas grass, which doesn't, you know, it has green leaves. But, uh, S- it's sort of n- green. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice, uh, ornamental grass. And we had it, we had, were testing it, and in our taste, test bed, uh, we let it go for about two years, two or three years. Uh, we cut it back every year, and, uh, some, some years we wouldn't cut it back, but we let it go for two or three years. We had to get a Bobcat machine hmm. to get that get those things out because they were so well-rooted in. And some of the ones we were testing got 10, 15 feet tall. Hmm. But this one is a, a shorter one, but it would still
4: be functional for what
0: what that fellow was looking for yesterday.
4: So we're, we'll have to get the word out. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll get Trace up here next week to, to tell <laughs> us more about it, too.
0: Yeah, I'll look it up and maybe do a printout of it.
4: All right, at least he gave you some notice. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and while we do, we encourage you to give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210 308 Eighty-eight, sixty-seven. More of Milberger's gardening, South Texas. Coming up live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at sixteen hundred four on Boulevard Road on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to uh, be a part of the show, so we encourage you to to call or come on by, It's uh, now that it's gotten cloudy, it's uh, not as bright and sunny, but it sure is easy to shop now with a little breeze blowing and the cooler temperatures and so uh, come on by and visit with us, 1604, and you can bring your dog and uh, take it riding with you like that nice dog he's doing. 210-308-8867 is our number. Uh, yes, sir? As
0: we've kind of talked about before,
4: and uh, Neil Spear
0: mentioned it in his weekly newsletter that I received, mm-hmm. he says, Chiggers... Uh, chiggers, ticks, and mosquitoes are active outdoors. That's right. What we've been talking about with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Protect yourself by applying DEET before you head outside. D-E-E-T. Yeah. Spray all exposed flesh, especially your feet, ankles, and skin. Apply to your shoes, socks, and cuffs. To keep those ticks off. Oh, okay. (laughs) And I guess it controls uh, chiggers and uh, mosquitoes, too. But uh, have you ever had a lot of chiggers? Mm -hmm. No. Chiggers? (laughs)
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and from South Africa and uh, from lots of places in the U.S., Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. Uh, But... uh,
0: We used to get them picking wild Uh blackberries.
1: Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We used to get, of course, we had mosquitoes uh, Mm -hmm. in Minnesota, but uh, also wood ticks and a lot of wood ticks in Minnesota in the
4: forest.
0: What is that? Woodpeck? Wood Wood ticks.
4: ticks. Oh, wood ticks. (laughs) Are those the Lyme disease? That's deer ticks. Yeah, well, they're
1: all the ticks. Um, And, of course, if you have pets, Mm -hmm. you... uh, most days you uh, went through, or once a week you went through to uh, clean uh, clean them off with yeah. the wood ticks.
3: Yeah.
4: So I'm curious too. I thought of this as Jerry was talking about it with the rains and everything. Do you expect? Normally we're talking about, you know, deer will eat anything because it's the, it's been droughty and they're just. Do you expect different uh, habits and activities with the deer? Oh yeah,
1: less less pressure on. Okay. Plants that they don't like. Oh, <laughs> one oh, like the uh, dorferilia. Yeah. Like in my neighborhood, it probably won't get eaten for a while. For the minute it gets droughty. Yeah. It's it's fair they game again. They get desperate. <laughs> and, uh, oh. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> uh What's our turkscap and shrimp plant? Uh, mm-hmm. In some, some neighborhoods, safer. if they're if it's drow- droughty, they'll get chewed on a bit then those never seem to get eaten completely though
4: yeah. so with greater food supply and stuff do you expect more deer births more baby deer don't they give birth based yeah, on
0: twins and
4: you know, the, their comfort level
1: sometimes triplets
4: Gee. next week is, a,
1: is the uh, t- targeted deer dropping well, Fawn
4: dropping. Yeah. Start. Oh, from the sky. No. <laughs> <Basically, yeah. laughs> if you got from f- the womb. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: but uh, anyway, uh, you want to protect yourself from the chiggers, ticks, and mosquito. And uh, I also yeah. want to give a, another warning. And my old Latin teacher used to say, a word to the wise is sufficient.
4: How many times did your old Latin teacher say that to you? Many times. I was wondering. Okay.
0: (laughs) Especially when she was getting ready to give a pop quiz the next uh, day. Yeah, that's what what she would alert us to, which would put a knot in my stomach because I didn't do well in Latin. Oh, okay. I learned a lot. As far as basic, the roots of ro, ro- words, yeah, but, but. Uh, the talking and the reading of the stories. Oh, people used to. <laughs> people used to make uh, make the teacher allow me to read my story that I had translated the night before because it wasn't like anybody else's story in the room. I would get a, a, a idea of what the story was about, and I'd just run with it from there.
4: Oh, man. <laughs> I bet they loved your version. Oh, <laughs> they loved it. Yeah. How close were you?
0: <laughs> but anyway, uh, I want to mention
4: again
3: mm-hmm.
0: that uh, for to take care of the crepe myrtle bark scale, that uh, and also that uh, uh, the uh, the aphids, the aphids that are raining sap oh. out of out of the tree, especially if you got it under a car, on a, mm. have a car under. So you could take, you need to take care of that right now, and the best way to do it is with a systemic insecticide drench. It's uh, so we sell it as fertile loan, okay. And uh, the interesting thing about that is, uh, if the drench is more effective than the topical spray. So it's got uh, instructions on how to use it. Now, if you've got a, <laughs> that's a liquid, and if you got a house plants or something that's got aphids and things on them. Uh, Bonite makes a granule that you can just sprinkle around the uh, the houseplants, and uh, it's systemic; it goes into the plant. Now, in the past, we've not recommended. Uh, <laughs> I know uh, they at one time they were thinking about recommending uh, uh, in a drench on pecan trees to control the aphids. Which didn't work. No. But uh, uh, I guess at Pecan Tree, yeah, that's so far to go up to get the leaves and everything. But uh, with the crepe uh, myrtles, it's a little bit b- better situation. But they've done some tests on that, and that works. And we've got both these products at uh, here at Millburger. But the one you need to use now. It's feralome systemic insecticide drench, and uh, but people won't use it. Oh, why? Well, when they see the aphids pooping on them from the crape myrtle, they want to do something. Then oh, it's too late.
4: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, so we put it on now, so it can get into the system of the p- tree.
4: So a word of the wise is sufficient.
0: There you go. <laughs> and we've done that several t- several days in a row here.
4: So anyway, I'll
0: I put it out there. Okay. And don't forget our great plants, the uh, bougainvilleas, uh, mm-hmm. that are, let's see, what am I saying?
4: They're not on sale. They're uh, for the, sale. Yeah, but no, no, I think they're there's a special price. They're twenty-eight eighty-eight,
0: aren't they? The the Juanita? Hadn't? Oh yeah. I'm sorry. <coughs> yeah. I was just seeing if you were paying attention. Thank
4: you. you. I, that's what I thought you were doing.
0: Yeah, two for fifty dollars. And they're in pretty large containers. Th- number three. All right. Regularly thirty-four ninety-nine, but you can get two for fifty dollars, which makes them a cost of fifty dollars, twenty-five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, rather than getting Not only in Latin, he <laughs> didn't do well. in mathematics. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. They've got Landscaper's Pride Garden Magic stall, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And uh, the premium fertilizer, like I said, it's for sale because the fertilizer is so expensive. This year it's gone up. And uh the 1959 five nine that they have, a forty pound bag covers seventy six hundred square feet, regularly thirty four ninety nine Milton. Almost. Almost thirty five dollars. Yeah. On sale for sixty dollars for two bags. Now that would be thirty dollars a bag if you get two bags. Right? And you say, "What am I going to do with two bags of fertilizer?"
4: Jerry, what am I going to do with two bags <laughs> of fertilizer?
0: Well, after you fertilize your lawn, you can fertilize your shrubs, and your trees, and
1: uh, vegetables your, and flowers. Uh,
0: vegetables and flowers,
1: and at, uh, with that same fertilizer. Yeah, and it la- lasts. I generally have uh, take advantage of mil- the sales here on the fertilizer at Millburgers and then lasts. A year, or two years, sometimes to, for the all the plantings. Oh yeah, and it's a versatile uh, product too, and uh, works really well.
0: And they got a good deal on the annuals. Mm hmm. Uh, four inch pot regularly one twenty nine, but uh, they're on a sale of twenty or more. They get a dollar ten cents each. So uh, that's a that's a significant trai- uh <laughs> significant saving. Yeah. Uh, and I'm glad they're doing that. Uh, we we used to encourage uh, nurseries to sell plants flat at a time. Oh. Which is 96 flat oh at a time, a flat at a time. Because if you want to make a showy display. You need to plant more than one or two plants.
4: Yeah, Laura is getting angry at me because I just <laughs> like one, and so we have a hodgepodge of, you go. Know, there of, you of go. plants in the yard. Uh, yeah,
0: I'm glad you married her. That She's was good. pretty
4: smart. That was good. Uh, well, <laughs> if she married mar- you is pretty smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both. She's pretty smart. Yeah, I'll take I'll take both uh, right now.
0: But uh, uh, you need to make an impact uh, when we have customers walk through. Yeah. And they've got one begonia plant in there. That's me. I want to grab them and say, what are you thinking? Yeah. You know, you'll lose that one begonia plant in the rain or in the grass. Yeah. So plant 20 or more.
4: Yeah. So that's a, let's see. So what does that come up to? What, it's a little over $20? Is that the, I guess it's yeah, twenty twenty
0: $20 and 20 cents.
4: Oh, for the, okay for 20. For 20. That's a real good deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh I'm glad Trace did that. Uh I don't think well, he just started that uh
4: this year, I think. Oh, yeah, on the on the annuals, I think you're right.
0: And they got the Petite Knockout roses right. still for sale. Got
4: plenty of supplies. And we have a bunch of different roses. I didn't walk by there today, but I know yesterday uh, there were a number of different varieties uh, So I think maybe the roses are coming in now. That'd be great.
0: Yeah. I don't think uh, I don't think the uh, uh, Grandma's Yellow is, uh, is going to be going to be a little later coming in.
4: Okay, that's all right. But uh, and Belinda's Dream maybe I didn't see any of those yeah, out there
0: either. Trace is good about uh, searching them now, oh, searching absolutely. them out.
4: Yeah, I mean if you're going to find them anywhere, you'll find them here. Yeah,
0: you remember last year he got the world supply of. Uh, grandma's Yellow Rose. Yep, and sold every one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty quickly too. Yeah, uh, because uh people want a yellow rose. I
4: was yeah, look- they're really pretty. They I was,
0: really are. <laughs> I was looking for, uh, looking through the uh, listing of uh, of new roses for this year.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Bonsai. Oh yeah, I think they do have some bonsai. In the greenhouse. In the greenhouse. All right. Two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven it's
0: but anyway, uh they uh they're a little bit slower coming. But uh, last year Trace brought bought all yeah, the grandma's yellow like I said. That, that one nursery had.
4: Hey, we got to begin to wrap up. I want to tell folks, too, uh, speaking of that, if you go to millburgernursery.com, you can see um, these sale items each week. That's com. This week you'll also see links to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Blood Drive. It's going to be happening next Saturday from 10 to 3 here at Millburgers. That's next Saturday from 10 to 3. The South Texas Blood and Tissue Center will be here. If you look at it online, you'll see also... The um, the links to go ahead and register in advance, which will help you to get in and get out. And uh, also it will help them by uh, knowing the number of buses and uh, mobile vehicles to have here at the nursery. So go to Nursery.com to learn all about that. Uh, MillBurger's has uh, nice gifts for you just for coming out and giving blood. And, of course, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has nice gifts, too. Uh, just for uh, as a thank you, including I don't know about your Bill Millers, but we'll—they
0: we'll better get Bill Millers. I know we
4: need to. They say they, they, they generally do, so we'll see. If they have <laughs> gift certificates to like Sam's and uh, yeah other things uh, as well. So, all right, thanks to Al for doing a great job, and thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. This is the answer.